When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, only in New York. Welcome to Only in New York. I'm Tracy Carnazzo. I'm Andrea Allen. I'm Chemda. Our fantastic guest today is a comic who was born and raised in the Bronx, New York. Yes. She's been on stages around the world. You've seen her on TV, film, and off-Broadway. She's a member and regular performer at the world-famous Friars Club. She's on the road all the time, so check your calendars. You're about to fall in love with Tara Candice Tracy. And you said it right. Yeah. Hemda, you are killing these Italian names. I know. (laughs) You really are. Sauce. Balls. Look at you. She's practicing. Say lasagna. Lasagna. Fettuccine Alfredo. Okay, everyone did it. I'm teaching them. (laughs) (laughs) But we were trying to figure out who has the bigger accent before the show. So so you guys are going to have to let us know. They're going to have to vote. Uh, We have a Facebook. Yeah, we have a Facebook group. It's amazing. It's called Only in New York um, Listeners. And you guys are going to join. And we need to discuss because I feel like I am very well spoken. I was trained uh, classically. What at the tattoo shop? Does this mean I'm not? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. You, Tara, you're a little bit uh, hood street. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to say. I mean, I'm coming from the projects of the Bronx, so I want to hear all about this. Yeah, (laughs) I'm so curious because the Bronx. uh, We haven't had a Bronx. We haven't yet. The Bronx is such a magical, mystical land. So I grew up in Queens, New York. So I am a native. And the Bronx to me was always like the place you go, uh, you drive through when you get upstate. Mm-hmm. It was... You go to um, a Yankee game. Well, I don't go to a Yankee oh, right. game. Maybe Queens you go- were Mets fans. That's right. <laughs> no, I just don't go to stadiums Losers. where people are drinking. Okay. <laughs> I don't like large crowds. Uh, you get a little bit stabbed. In well, the Bronx? it depends because that, that's why the Bronx, like every other borough in New York, is like you can get stabbed and robbed and whatever, but then you turn the corner and it's a regular and you have these rich Jews all sure. of a sudden. Like yeah. uh, Riverdale, Bronx. Yeah. Riverdale is, is high end. So rich. Right. People like, from Riverdale don't say they're from the Bronx. Right. <laughs> Riverdale. Right. People from Riverdale say they're oh, from really? Riverdale. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just, it's such a a weird thing because we don't even know about the Bronx. We know nothing about the different neighborhoods. I did a show in the Bronx uh, a few months ago, and it was at an Irish pub in an Irish neighborhood. And I was like, but this isn't the real Bronx. No, but we have our areas. Yeah. So what part were you born in? I was Pelham Parkway. Okay. And Pelham Parkway girl. I originally uh, lived with my grandparents and my mom. Um, in what were known as the 89 Projects. Um, what does that mean? I mean, like you're in the projects, and the park was 89 okay. Park, and that's how they refer to them. And what Mace are, Avenue. For people listening, mm-hmm. what are the projects? Um, what um, are the projects? <laughs> well, because I feel like we say no, those I know, words, yeah. but I, did you know what the projects were before you moved to New York? No, no. Okay. Yeah. And I even like, have lived near projects. When I first started living near projects, I was like, why do all these buildings look the same? Is this like a cute housing Ooh, complex? look at that like, playground. Yeah, the so, playgrounds look like I mean, but very 30, deceiving. oh God, almost 40 years ago, it was different. Yeah. 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 So what was it like growing up? I had a great childhood. Okay. I, you know, I lived only there for a couple of years, and then my mom and I moved, and I moved to a part of, which wasn't far from where I originally lived, a part of the Bronx called Pelham Parkway, uh-huh. where you had million-dollar homes. Uh-huh. Um, we had our own house. It was wow. in a backyard. You know, it was a high-end area in the Bronx. There's plenty of them, like, you know, Morris Park and Country Club and... Country we, Club. There's a country I mean, it's literally called Bronx. Country Club. It's called <laughs> Country Club. That's a part of the Bronx that's called Country really? Club. Really? Mm-hmm. This is blowing my fucking mind. That's what I'm saying. Like, we don't think of the Bronx like this. And then... It's um, also quite large. I hate the stigmas at the Bronx. Yeah. I talk about it on stage a yeah. lot. You know, how people... It's huge. You know, usually a but face the, gets distorted. But the project is government housing, right? Government housing, yeah. yeah. So are you talking about government housing already? As far as... When you just said, like, the, where are you from? Pelham? No, from Pelham Parkway. No, I had we had a house. Okay. And so she started so that's off... That's you started. Yeah, I started okay. there. My grandparents were there. Okay. And then you moved... And then I moved with my mom. Um, and my stepfather, and we moved not far in a house in Palm Parkway that was just like a regular neighborhood. Yeah, middle suburban. class, 
middle class area of the Bronx, very similar to the areas you're going to find in Queens. Yeah, no, and well, that's it's what very I was similar. Say. The Italian delis, and, yes. and we have like our very infused ethnicities mm-hmm. in certain areas. How close were you to the train growing up? Uh, very close. Yeah, I had the five train by me. Yeah. That's fine. I was right I've never by even Jacoby Hospital. But I have to be honest, I never really took it. Why not? I always drove. Really? Always. Another one of these motherfuckers with cars. A lot of people. I I can't pretend like, you know. No, I wasn't a train. I was was a driver. So when did you move to the projects? No, I was there. She she was was born born in the projects. And then she moved to. At age six. Okay, I see. I got that wrong. Mm -hmm. Do you remember living in the projects? I remember being there on weekends. That's all I remember. Like having longer weekends there because I was, you know. With my mom most times. And was but. it like mixed in the projects there or was I it all Italians? No, I feel like it was very mixed at yeah. that point. Even 40 years ago, it wasn't. It wasn't. Right. Because there's a lot of... Uh, it was originally all Jew- Jewish and Italian in the projects. Are the projects, is it subsidized housing? Like, is it lower, is it mm-hmm. lower income? Is yes. that how it... Yes. Yeah. And, and it was built for that purpose? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And, and are there like subsidies that come with it or is it just like... This is lower income. You apply. You can get the like the state rent stabilized. Like, what was the original point of? I mean, I was six. I can't. Really yeah, I think that. Him. So there's different projects in there in all of our boroughs. Yeah, we yeah. have the projects, and usually, I think the stigma of the projects is that it's a bad neighborhood. You don't want to live near the projects. You don't want to. I mean, even uh, my co-host Noelle from my other podcast. Yeah. she used to live across street from the projects in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and there are good projects. There are bad projects, just yeah. like there are good neighborhoods and bad neighborhoods. But but, you know, it is, it's all, uh, everyone there has low income because that's why mm-hmm. they're there. Yeah. And they're paying, you know, maybe $200 for their apartment. Shut the fuck up. Because, yeah, I mean. See, I think what have my grandparents were like, how funny to say this, but like grandfathered in. Sure. Because yeah. they were there, originally they were just buildings. Yeah, yes. That then turned projects and, you know, my grandparents didn't leave. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, I'll pay $200 for and rent. And sure. your rent gets, like she said, subsidized. And- oh my God. Yeah. Sick. But. Sure. But in a lot of ways, that just kept people down. Sure. Exactly. I'm not like, oh my God, the project. Right. No. Love it. And then at six, my mother, you know, became a teacher and then we had a house and like everything changed. Yeah. So you moved on up. I mean, the projects are usually, you know, when you think about these buildings, this is what I used to think because my my dad worked in the projects. Uh My dad was a carpenter for the city and he used to work in all different projects. He used to work in Queensbridge bridge projects uh-huh. which are not far from where we record my dad knew Nas. shut That's up yes so my father yeah. um he worked there for, that was like his uh number one project that was he was there a lot because he wanted to hang out with Nas. yeah, yeah. and i remember oh, him watch he used to watch you know music videos all the time mm-hmm. and he saw one of Nas's music videos that was filmed in queensbridge yeah and he was like, come here, Tracy. He's like, you see this? He's like, that's my friend, Nas. <gasps> He's like, I was there when they filmed that video. You have no idea I know what, how I much told of a Noel. crush I have on. Nas is like my number, one of my number one celebrities. I wouldn't have guessed that mm-hmm. if you paid me. Oh, I paid bigs to I, guess that. I would, I, I've always want to get tattoos. I'm sorry to interrupt. But sure, no, this is what it's all about. <laughs> And the only tattoo I've ever thought of getting is a Nas lyric because it's so... Which one, Andrea? Life is parallel to hell, but we must maintain. It's so perfect in the way that it's written. Do you know that I've met Nas? No! Do you want to hear a real New York moment? Yes! Here on Only in New York? You fucking met Nas? Her seat just got wet. Continue. I am so excited right now. Andrea... You will never get me more excited than Put your shirt back on. (laughs) Okay. My tits are out. Again. You just see Illmatic right across my chest. And they're like, whoa. Stop it. Okay. Just stop it now. I won't. Okay. Let's go. So, uh, I would say... Maybe one year ago, I was in the city. I was recording a podcast. I know you're like, what do you mean? Uh, Noelle and I were recording a podcast and uh, my boyfriend was doing a comedy show Mm -hmm. and he was down in the West Village and he called me. He's like, what are you girls doing? And I was like, oh, we're actually just leaving the Dream Hotel. We were doing a podcast. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm finished with my shows. And I was like, "Okay, I'll pick you up on the way home. Mm hmm. So he's in like, a car. In yes. a car that it's I drive with my steering wheel. New York City car people. <laughs> so he goes, I'm meet me at Joe's Pizza. Stairs. Joe's Pizza, best pizza in the city. All right, yeah. relax. No. No. Sauce. I no. will fight you. Yeah. yeah, fight me because I am not impressed by this. <gasps> okay. 
Wow. Tara, Joe's Pizza? I'm a Bronx pizza girl. Yeah. And there's no other pizza other than no, Bronx pizza. Well, Tracy's not going to agree with that. You're thinking Queen's Pizza. Bronx Pizza's pretty good. Bronx pizza. I love how we're arguing about pizza I have, right no, now. But it's so perfect. Uh, my life changed in, in certain ways. <laughs> and I did have Bronx Pizza after, you know, things happened to me in my life. Uh, so <laughs> he's like, pick me up at Joe's Pizza. Okay. So he's standing outside of Joe's Pizza eating a slice. Me and Noel pull up in the car. And That's the smartest thing I've heard him do. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we pull up and he approaches the car and he goes, I think Nas is in there. Oh my God. And Noel is losing her mind because Noel is Nas's number one fan. Sorry, Andrea. I mean, how could you not? Yeah, whatever. I believe that. Yeah, she's yeah, I do. 100%. Uh-huh. So she's like, what do you mean Nas is in there? So now we're sitting in the car outside of Joe's Pizza, parked right in front. Even the, Nas knows Joe's Pizza is the, the best. Th- yeah. The three of us are just staring and trying to figure out if this is actually or Nas. if you're about to be racist. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God Nas, my boyfriend is uh, black. Hello, Nas. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> because, so I'm like, uh, okay. Snoop Dogg, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I wouldn't. I don't know if I would have known if it wasn't for them, which is, you know, my boyfriend, big rap fan, Noel, big rap fan. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, how sure are we that that is Nas? That's a tough call, yeah. And they're like 95%. And he's with an entourage. So I'm like, it's got to be Nas. I was like, give me a second. I get out of the car. I go into Joe's Pizza. I go, excuse me. We're <laughs> <laughs> all waiting with bated breath and it starts with excuse me. <laughs> I'm like, hey, um... And then his his entourage comes and like intercepts yeah. and goes, what do you want? I go, is that Nas? And they go, no. And I go, look at me in my face. <laughs> look at me. I go, I know it's Nas. Are and he goes, he goes, no pictures. This is what the, the his you know, entourage says. Nas. And I go, why would you say that if it wasn't Nas? I said, first of all, I don't want a picture. I was like, second of all. I just wanted to cut a piece of his hair and put it in my <laughs> mouth. Okay. <laughs> stop being weird. Andrea, stop projecting on okay. me. <laughs> And I was like, I don't want a picture. I was like, I am trying to prove a point to two people in my car. I was like, Nas, yes or no? And they were like, it's Nas. And I was like, hello, Nas. Nice to meet you. And he was like, nice to meet you. Uh, He smelled like pizza. (laughs) He smelled like garlic. You should have mentioned your dad. Yeah, I should have. But you know what? He wasn't up for combo. Right. Yeah. He was just trying to enjoy a slice. And uh, I got back in the car. I mean, a regular slice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> an average slice of pizza uh-huh. with a little bit of a cardboard crust. Wow. wow. Sorry, guys. Those are wow. fighting words. Those mm-hmm. are. Anyway. They have the best crust. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, they have great crust, sure. Uh, maybe someone doesn't know crust here, but that's cool. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, yeah. And I got back in the car and I was like, guys, it's Nas. And Noel, I thought was going to like faint. I would have thrown up. Yeah. yeah. That's so, it's one of the well, things that happened. she couldn't get a picture. No, but no pictures. No, right. But, we were just trying to settle a debate. Yeah. I Congrats. did something. And I was like, okay, so I could like tell people that I hung out with Nas, right? And they were like, yeah, you can tell people you had dinner with Nas, sort of. Yeah. I mean, he was eating. Right. You were there was food in his mouth. Nearby. I did something. This is not Nas. This is, here's a story about me being weird with black people. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> so I was at Caroline's and Michael, do you know the comedian Michael Blackson? Mm-hmm. I sure do. Okay. So Michael Blackson was performing that night. I was doing a spot beforehand and I had encountered Michael Blackson before at um, a uh, a room called the Lindenwood Diner. It's oh, in we're East familiar. New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's, a co- it's like a comedy show. I think it's on Thursdays. Uh, it's wild. It's probably one of my favorite like comedy experience. You- East New York, can we explain for a second? Yeah, sure. In Brooklyn, kind of on the border of Queens. It's on the border. Yeah. It's exactly on the border yeah. of Queens. Okay. And uh, a terrifying neighborhood. Worse than the Bronx. Yes, for what? sure. Way stabbier than the and Bronx. And yeah, we have the stigma. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Listen, yeah. I love borough people and boroughs, but, <laughs> but yeah, I had to just say is, that. Yeah. This is not just, it's not just like the worst neighborhood. It remains the worst neighborhood. It is one of the only places in Brooklyn that has not been gentrified yeah. and I can, I want to buy real estate there and I can't afford it. There's sinkholes <laughs> everywhere. You're like, why is yeah. there a giant mm-hmm. hole in the ground? Yeah. It's, They're I, even making Sobro now, like South Bronx. It hasn't really become so a thing bro. yet, but they're 
trying. <laughs> the worst. They've been one. trying for years, but you can't afford it either. I can't afford it. <laughs> it's like Spaha, and it's like God, no. stop it. Oh, I got roped into the Spaha. Of course you did. What the fuck is Spaha? Spanish Harlem. Spanish Harlem. Stop yourselves. Oh, I'm like the goofy white person Sp- representative on this podcast. I'm like, yeah, we call it's it. It's not great. Spaha. Spaha. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I was in East New York, Enu or whatever, <laughs> no. and uh, <laughs> and I'm wandering around. This is like my first few years into comedy, so I'm just trying to get spots anywhere. Sure. And um, they're like, you go to this diner in the middle of nowhere and stand on a table. You just ask to go on, and they they'll let you on. I mean, you're gonna get your fucking dick ripped off, yeah. uh, by a full room of people being like, "Fuck you, yeah. you corny bitch." But it's fun. Like, <laughs> oh it's, yeah, it's fun if you hate yourself. Sure, right. it's it's fun in like the way that it's like I'm a new comedian. This is a new experience. Let me like go outside of my comfort zone and and I wasn't performing for big crowds right. at all. Um, so I go into the Lindenwood Diner and there is a photo of Michael Blackson, like a huge photo of Michael Blackson, and he's wearing a uh, chain that is just the entire continent mm-hmm. of Africa, like huge, massive. And I'm like, who is this comedian? You know, people are talking about. Him. I'm like, he's this piece of folklore. Right. I'm fascinated by it. So he sticks in my mind for a long time. Right. Cut to Caroline's. Michael Blackson is performing. I'm like, I have to go introduce myself to Michael Blackson and tell yes. him that I too. saw. I too perform at I, the Lindenwood Diner. <laughs> I am one of your oh fellow. Oh my God. And she ended up saying, hi, nice to meet you, Mr. Blackson, to Nas. <laughs> oh. no. That was Nas and that was not Caroline's. That was Joe's Pizza. Right. Are you Jay-Z? No, Michael Blackson. No, Nas. I will show myself out. <laughs> so I go into the back room. You know how Caroline sure. has like a back room. And Green room. Same yeah. thing. He's got... <laughs> He's got a black room and he's got a whole entourage. huge posse of people. Similar thing. Michael Blackson loves an entourage. Loves it. Loves it. Everyone's cool as fuck. Everyone's hanging out. I walk in. Everyone's like, who the fuck is this? I am this so nervous for goofy? Andrea. Right you are very bold. Very bold. Again, She's I- like, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> Hi. Uh, I was on right. stage earlier talking about uh, drinking cum. Hi, I'm Andrea. Um, <laughs> I'm from the Lindenwood Diner. I don't know if you've seen me perform there. I was just like... He, I was standing on the fourth booth? Right, yes. Right. <laughs> he just represented something so fun for me, and I wanted to talk to him. I didn't know how big of a deal he sure. was. But then once I got into that room, and it was the whole entourage, I'm like, this I shouldn't. I should not nope. be in here. Nope. This is very bad. This is wrong. <laughs> what Canadian oh. shit. I know. Yeah. Hi, hello, hi. And so I just realized how much I stick out, so I don't say anything. And then I walk up to the sink... And I just start drinking water out of the faucet. Without a cup. Without a cup. So like a stray cat got into <laughs> the green room at Caroline's. I didn't say anything. What is this thought Were they process? looking at you? Everyone or? was looking right. at me. No one, everyone was stopped. I walked in. I stared. Right. They they're also stared. like, this is not your green room. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I do understand you did a showcase earlier. And right. they're drinking like champagne and they have sparkling water and they clearly and were diamonds. There. Yeah. Yeah. And I am like, I don't know what to do. I don't want to ask them for champagne. I don't want to ask them for water. I'm regretting what I'm doing. So I'm just like a cat <laughs> drinking out of the and, and then what? They all stared they at all me. Pet her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, Did she use the litter box? They all stared at me. And I went, okay. Oh, they- our rider is here. <laughs> <laughs> we did ask for a white lady cat. Right. <laughs> Where's her collar? They- oh, wait, it's there. Yes. She's yeah. literally wearing yeah. a collar. Yeah. Yes. I-, I was wearing a kimono and a collar. And then I just kept drinking water out of the sink. And I'm like, I got to get out of this somehow. I've been drinking. You were like, oh, I'm so full. Thank you. <laughs> water on the sink for like well it feels like 10 hours but do you know what like, I mean but she's not on a dare so when she says I gotta get out of this she can just leave right. yeah, you can be like thank you but can I say I was like can I say well mm, this water is good like how, what do I no, say stop. Oh, <laughs> New York yeah. water never better ah the best tap in the sink hey, New York water is the it best it is the best okay, <laughs> liquid <right>. gold <laughs> Comedy is fun, anyways. <laughs> How did it end? I just turned around and walked out. Why didn't you out. say hi? I was too scared. I was. You I, weren't scared enough to use his. <laughs> okay. Also, can we just the elephant in the room? Yeah. Caroline's used to have two sinks inside of their green room yeah. for no reason. Yeah, I know. Why are the sinks there? They're so, not there anymore. So that I, because of right me, I'm sure Michael Blackson. <laughs> Michael Blackson's like, complain. listen. Every time I'm here, <laughs> there's some bitch drinking out of my sink. <laughs> 
Can we just do, just keep the sink in the bathroom? Can you, know, you know that there are 10 black guys out there telling this fucking story. Yeah. I want to see how they tell it. They were hanging out with champagne <laughs> and this funny, hilarious person. Yes. Legendary status. This cat woman walks in. <laughs> it's not what you think, but it kind of is. And then she drinks out of the sink. No, for real. She drinks out of the sink. Ben's. Do you use your hands to cup it or you just do it right? <laughs> I'm doing it right into the pot. Nice. And then she leaves. <laughs> And they're like, why? No, she just leaves. But did she say anything? No. no I she didn't say just, a single fucking word. This story is the best story yeah. you gave a lot of people. Yeah, it's really bizarre. I Only just in New York. Rose. It was so. Yeah, we're going to have him on the show. And- <laughs> Michael Blackson? Yes. I would die. He's going to be like, I'm literally from Africa. <laughs> I don't know why I'm on this show. I don't live here. But I don't. How to- funny would that be if he's here going? We're like, tell us your craziest green room story, and then he just brings this up, <laughs> and then she starts drinking his water. Yeah, and he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm like, and then she just puts her face. This isn't the you. first time we've had a problem with <sighs> Andrew. What is going on with you? <laughs> a lot of things. There's a lot of Watergate <laughs> problems with Andrea. Yeah, there yeah. was another. If you guys aren't uh, following Andrea's life as closely as I am, yeah, uh, Andrea was on a show that Billy Presida from the Manhor podcast. Oh, yeah. Produced and she had to heckle her ex. Oh, the one that fisted her. Yeah. We talked about him on another Billy show. fisted her, not her ex-boyfriend. Yeah. And Andrea went on stage and was, they had to talk about why they broke up. Mm-hmm. And it was about water. It was about, because she used to drink his oh, water yeah. all the time. As she was on stage, she drank 20 <laughs> glasses of water. Now you're drinking Michael Blackson out of the sink. <laughs> There's something here. What is oh, happening? Oh, and she's always taking my sippy cup into her. There's room. something I like about water. It's it's a it's a way that I power play. <laughs> what goes Sick on? fetish. I'm like okay. Andrea. Check your room for my water cup. Why <laughs> are you taking? How it? is that? Then I got her her own. Which and she, she still took yours. She didn't take that as a nice gift. Yeah, <laughs> because that's what happened with her. That's why she broke up with her ex boyfriend. She yeah. still takes mine. Wow. You know what? Maybe he's. right. Do you drink from it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And you were saying like she yeah. kidnaps yeah, yeah. it, but I'm like, what, she what is she doing to here? It. She just likes to hold it for I me for a little while. Right. That's she likes to be ritual. the only one hydrated. Right. Yeah. It's a power move. Tara, how is the water in the Bronx? Yes. <laughs> I think everything in the Bronx is great. Do you still live there? I live like seven minutes away. Okay. In what? Westchester. Oh, okay. Where right the above. coronavirus now lives. But um. Oh, no. Yeah. Yikes. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of it. Me neither, because we don't have underlying health issues except for the fact that we're mental cases. Right. But, well, mental yeah. illness right. is mental not. Mental illness isn't going to affect it. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to affect it. But um, Mental illness will make you go drink water out of faucet in front of Michael Blackson, right. but you won't die from it. Right. I, I need to know more about the Bronx, honestly. I, I'm not super I, educated I'm happy you're it. asking me that because I want to highlight it because when they say projects, people's minds automatically go to like, I yeah. lived in the hood and mm-hmm. you know I had you know, locked my door at night and I was scared. I lived in a great neighborhood. In the Bronx, in the project yeah. that was like very much a white picket fence upbringing without having a white picket fence. Um, and it's still not a bad area where, where I lived in the projects, where they are now. Um, and then I grew up in, and I feel like when I think about the Bronx, I think about like, and I think you'll get this from Queens too. It's like that like loyalty, like fiercely loyal, mm. like you stayed within your group. Even if you went on vacation, everybody from the Bronx, like if anybody went to Vegas, everybody stayed with each other at the hotel I think that's Vegas. it. Do you think that that's it's just like Italian a, I think people? it's a borough mentality. Right. Yeah, like, oh, like the yeah, whole, maybe Italian borough. Italians go to Cancun in uh, packs. Really? Do you know about this? We do everything no. in packs. My they, parents, come to my, they come to how many shows? They get 30 tickets. Like they come with yeah. family. I think it's ethnicity. That's my awesome. parents used to hang out with groups of 10, 20, 30 people yes. easily. They would yes. go out on a Saturday night dancing. Yeah. And it was a bunch of people. Then they'd meet people there. It was, I think it is ethnicity. I love that. The idea, what? you would tell me that your mom and dad would like go out to discotheques together oh, as yeah. like a married couple. Oh, I yeah. They love it. I love it. Love that. Yeah. They party. Yeah, like, yeah. They loved going out dancing. Was that in Manhattan in Queens? In Manhattan. They would come in. Um, and I don't know if you know this, uh, Noam Dwarman, the owner yeah. of um the comedy cellar. Of the comedy cellar, his dad uh is Middle Eastern. Mm-hmm. And my parents and his Oh, I parents, eat the chicken kebabs. I yeah. know his dad's Middle Eastern. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking so delicious. Our parents used to hang out at these clubs because my parents would go to Middle Eastern clubs with right. like live music. And so Part of the cellar, I think, was like one of the popular Middle Eastern clubs. Really? Until it got turned into a uh, comedy um, club. And yeah. all downhill from there. Where did you live, though? Garbage. Not in Manhattan, then. You said because you were yeah. a Queens girl as well. Yeah. 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 I love the idea of these like discotheques. Yeah. There's one under. They're super fun. There's one under the end train in Astoria that's always like 
fucking packed. Everyone's wearing bandage dresses and like just down to fucking party. Well, they used to more dress up in like suits. Yeah. And yeah. Like uh, my grandparents adult too. dancing. Yeah. They used to go to the Copacabana together. Like, like that. that was a thing. Yeah. You got Studio a table 54. and you went to the club and like exactly. you sat and you then danced and you drank and ate like. Yeah, there was like a bottle um, yes. on the table. Like Goodfellas. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Very much so. But with every like with every ethnicity right. there's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is the pack menta- is the family mentality like loyalty and whenever one of us gets something we all like we rise up together mm-hmm. is that Right. Or you pick somebody up from it. It's like that fiercely loyal. I like love my that. my business partner's from Virginia and she's like whenever she thinks of anything from the Bronx she's like fiercely loyal. Like yeah. your fans um, the support system you have, like yeah. everybody you grew up with, like there's a, a language there um, that you only really share with each other. I am actually sad that if I mean I moved to Westchester because obviously I wanted something you know a little different from where I grew up mm-hmm. and they would change more and, suburban. Yeah, it is a little more suburban, um, but it's sad if I ever procreate, which odds are like really not in my favor. Because I don't want to, but um, <laughs> <laughs> let me explain why. Odds are not Before my you all favorite, feel bad for me, because yeah. I'm on birth control. Right. <laughs> because I'm still on the Nuvering. Um, throwing myself down the stairs. But I always think, like, if I ever had kids, I would be sad that they couldn't have the upbringing I had. Because I think the Bronx, it's uh, first of all, it's like the, the platform for my comedy. Yeah. Observational or not, it's where you know, it's where yeah. my point of view is and my persona. But it's also like I had such a good childhood. Like I went out, I ran out of my house, I came back when it was dark, I played with my friends. We, it was just like. This healthy yeah. existence that kids, I don't think today, and I'm not a parent, mm-hmm. but, that, but I even see with my nieces and nephews that they don't have. Like, there's only play dates and, like, these scheduled yeah. time. And, like, you in the Bronx and in the Queens, yeah, I'm I don't, sure. That's another thing, too. Did you like, have that? No, I didn't have play dates at all. We went outside. You went out. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, What about you guys? Uh, uh, well, my, my parents were so strict that you I weren't think, allowed. like, for mm-hmm. the, for, until I left that house... I was under strict supervision of like where are you going all the time. Right. So as long as they could. But when you were little, me, you didn't just, like I went. Actually, out s- we did. No, you're right. Yeah. There were kids in the in the street. Yeah, in the we, we used to. My mom used to call it the U because uh, there was a street shaped like the letter U, and mm-hmm. we would just ride our bikes around with the neighborhood yeah. kids and just made friends. And it's them. like all different ages, boys and girls. Yeah. Like you know, I remember when I was little, my. Uh, my brother used to play like, you know, wiffle ball with his friends in the street. Yeah. And I I was little and I Love wanted to play that. with the boys. Yeah. And I was Love like, that. I want to play. And they're like, okay, you could be the catcher's helper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gilbert Gottfried kind of talked no, about that. No, they just made her go get the ball. Yeah. Oh, whatever. I mean, whatever. I was the catcher's catcher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I would I, mean, I would think that was fun. And I, I was just, yeah, yeah. I was just excited to be yeah. included. Yeah. 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 But everyone just went. You just, you didn't say like, oh, you know, listen, at 12 o'clock on Saturday, like, you know, my friend's going to come over. It's like you went outside and whoever was outside was playing. And if they weren't, you went to their house right. and you rang the bell and you were like, we're outside. Right. You, yeah, but exactly. I don't, I don't just, you rang people's easy. bells. My mother didn't call anybody and say, can Tara play with your kid today? Like, I just. But I don't think that's just a New York thing. I think it's like. Generational? I, I, yeah, I think people are talking about that in the suburbs now, in different states, in different countries. It's just I not the same. I probably and generation, it's but I also think that people that. don't think that the Bronx was safe. And I, I just remember you. You know when you you have that feeling that like yeah. innate feeling when you're something's not right or you're all, you're not safe or you feel weary. I never walked down a street in the Bronx and felt that. So when did you walk down a street in New York and felt that? In Yonkers. Yonkers. Yeah. Really? DMX. DMX is from Yonkers. <laughs> Andrea, who are you? Right. I I'm, uh, I contain multitudes. Okay, so right. Yonkers. Tell, Tell us, us about, about Yonkers. It. Yeah. I don't know. I had to go there once and I remember like pulling, parking my car in South Yonkers and being like, I don't want to step out of my car. Really? And I was... You can say I came from the projects. You can say I came yeah. from the Bronx. Like the Bronx is synonymous. You speak to anyone in another country yeah. in Africa where Michael Blacks is yeah, from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they know the Bronx. Like yeah. you know the Bronx. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's like a lot of negative stigmas, but you still know of it. It's so... Yeah. You know. I think because we only know of it from songs and also, from, right. from movies. And the only thing that we're going to highlight is... The also great right. art comes from... A lot of great art has come from the Bronx. Like you know what? Uh, just like music and fashion yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, hip hop started anytime, in the Bronx. We anytime, can all debate it. But. Yeah, no, totally. Well, okay. And anytime there is, um, I watched a documentary about uh, street style. I went back when I used to work in fashion. Look at you. I know. Um, and there's a lot of talk about like uh, fashion being a reaction to like you know feeling not free in your life or that you're in a dangerous situation. It's like an escapism, and a lot of people 
credit street style is like the the first way to sort of you know wearing the big furs and like mm. putting together the cool outfits as like a way to escape you know the difficulties of living in like a dangerous place or anything like that. So it's it's music. I think is the same way. Comedy. I think is the same mm-hmm. way. So I think that's why we do see like art art and, and things like that coming from from areas like that. Yeah. Did you ever get out of your car in the Yonkers? I in the did Yonkers. in the Yonkers. <laughs> in the Yonks. In, in the Yonks. It was the it was the least safe I had ever felt in New York. And Were there it was nefarious 15 characters? minutes from the Bronx. And I'm like, people talk about the Bronx. I've been in all areas of the Bronx. I worked at Yankee Stadium for five years, which is supposed to be like one of the worst areas of the Bronx. Really? Yeah. What did you do at Yankee Stadium? I was an in-house reporter for the Yankees. Really? Yeah. Tell us about that. Um, I would introduce every game on the big screen. And I would like, Is there anything more New York than this? Yes. No, no I, I was... Tara was Mr. Met. I was the first, first, uh, well, me and another... Uh, guy, we're the first like in-house official in-house reporters for the stadium, and that's when it opened in two thousand nine. Wow! Is there a weird story there? Like where you they found to- me telling jokes? Like that's how they got me. Oh really? I didn't have a communications degree or anything. They saw me on stage at the producers club. Did you know enough to? Were you? I did. They ta- they interviewed me. I did all the player, interview- uh, not all, but a majority of. And I did a show called Yankees on Demand, where I'd interview the players off the field, and we would do things like go fishing or cook, or d- and like we would talk ah. baseball while doing off-field projects I love together. This. <laughs> Was anyone a dick? I was so lucky. Like, I feel like you're like, oh, bring her on. And uh-huh. there was a rap at me in the face and like so, a uh-huh. baseball player was inappropriate. Never. Like, I've had a great New York experience. That's great. Um, I had I worked for a great team and it, it's pride pinstripes and professionalism, really. Like, they, I think the first year they were like, who are you and what are you doing? And then by the second year they were like, oh, that's Tara and she's, you know. Oh, nice. She's part of You earn their crew. respect. Yeah. 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 So really the first happened. year I think everybody was like, what's this new position? Like all of a sudden you walk into Yankee Stadium and I'm not kidding. I filmed every single promotion from MasterCards to in-house like uh, food courts to like interviewing fans on the stage to talking to players before the game, talking to them after, showing features, like all the Yankees on demand stuff I would do. They'd put on the big screen during the game or I during a rain delay. and definitely hearing the accent now. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> Same once I talk to it, it. It comes out, you know. Sports. Right. You can were take you? the girl out of the Bronx. You can take the Bronx out of the girl. Were you, I mean, you, you moved seven minutes away, so right. I don't know. Oh, man. She's like, me yeah, yeah I'm not in the Bronx right. anymore. And by the way, seven minutes away is like two miles. Right. No, it's, I'm really close. I'm in Pelham, which is like the... Least I thought that was the Bronx. That's how much I know. Well, Pelham, because it is Pelham Parkway, and then I moved to Pelham, New York. I really, you just like I'm not good with change. You need to be in where, wherever you move. It just has to have the same name. No, I actually moved to Hartsdale first for like ten years while what I worked for the Yankees. It's in Westchester. Oh, okay. <laughs> Westchester is right outside of New York City, yeah, but, but nobody knows. It, it suddenly yeah. turns into huge lawns. Community, mm-hmm. super the Clintons. People. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, our first, our first, yeah, our first guest on Only in New York was from Chappaqua, mm-hmm. my my co-host, yeah. and uh, Emily's from Emily yeah. Lubin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, like the idea of her living this weird idyllic, you know, suburb life, and then coming into New York and you know getting drunk is like the most uh, outside of New York existence. She moved on down. Yeah, By she did way, move on down. The, in the Bronx, do you, are you you guys aren't considered Bridge and Tunnel because to come into Manhattan, you don't have to necessarily. No, but yeah, they no, do. We're Bridge you and do. Tunnel. They yeah, absolutely, absolutely do. FDR do. Bridge, right? Mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that up uh, because I don't know if I've told this before on this podcast, but when I was younger, I remember learning geography mm. and I remember really looking at a map. Like how many people really look at a map of New York City mm-hmm. and see like where things are in relation to each other? Yeah. And I realized that the only uh, borough that is on mainland America that is attached is the Bronx. Oh, really? And I started panicking. I was in maybe like third grade. <laughs> You're like, Corona, I got to get to the Bronx. And, and I told I told my parents, I was like, I think that we, my father worked in the Bronx too. <laughs> he, that's where he worked when I was yo- younger. He worked in the South Bronx in the projects. <laughs> and I was like, uh, we need to move near daddy's job. And my mother's like, what is this? Why? Mm-hmm. And she's, I, I said, um, I'm afraid that we're, uh, we're going to float away. If there's any kind of like earthquake or anything, I know what happened with the continents. They drifted. Right. So, Pangea. Yeah. <laughs> was this your geography class? This is it. We're like, we used to be one continent and it's yeah, a and totally now, fucking different thing now. So now I need to live in the Bronx. Yeah. I was like, we need to live there. Everything else is just a floating island off somewhere. I agree. And yeah. it's the craziest thing because... 
do you realize that? Like the Bronx is the only place that's actually in America. Yeah. We're all Puerto Rico. Yeah, we are all Puerto Rico. I'm good with that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't care about drifting away? You get no government no. funding. There's... <laughs> I feel like we're going to get... If there's a hurricane, uh-huh. we're not going to get anything but paper towels. Yeah, let me start worrying about a hurricane yeah. right now. Guys. Real quick. Bottom of my list. So what happened in Yonkers? <laughs> you just... It was just... Was it sketchy people? Was it quiet? It was... Just, it was I, I was almost looking around like, where are the cameras? Like, how is this existing? How yeah. is this like supposed to be a better area because yeah. you think about Westchester and you think about higher taxes and yeah. bigger homes and lawns like you said and then here I was in Yonkers like get me back what was to happening fucking Bronx <laughs> it was just like crackheads just out open like three o'clock in the afternoon like yeah. fights like it was just like I, I couldn't bum believe fights. it like I it was I forgot about bum it fights. looked like just Chaos. Chaos. And I yeah. was like, is anybody else seeing? Like, I was walking around like, yeah. I don't feel safe. I just, I remember being, I just want to go back to the Bronx <laughs> where I'm safe. A twist that I did not expect. I will I will say um, Vancouver, I know this is not New York, Vancouver what has a very... Uh, we probably have Vancouver, New York. Yeah. Fuck that. Wow. <laughs> You're so fucking rude. Every place is Yeah, I'm from Vancouver. I'm oh, oh Tara's huge in Canada. I'm huge. That's, I wish I could be as big here. Oh. Vancouver is the best, but there is people have this idea that it's like this beautiful green kind of hippie, like gorgeous, and it is. But East Vancouver, where all the heroin addicts live, is more. I have never felt more unsafe, never anywhere in New York than I compared to East Vancouver. Wow. Like not even close. Same I must to- have been staying in East Vancouver. Yeah, you I, totally. I were. started a, a tour there because I, I worked with like some Canadian artists. And we were rehearsing five days in Vancouver before we went off. And just as soon as you left the studio, no joke, there was like one or two people just nodding about to fall in the alley. Hastings. You you feel like you're always in an alley? Yes. All of it's an alley. Oh, that's how I felt in West Philadelphia. (laughs) Yeah. Everything's an alley. I was like, I am in in an alley. Everyone's sleeping because they're they're nodding off. Or Or it's nap time. Or... Also, third third door, meth. There's such a big meth problem. I used to take the bus to one of my jobs, and every day there'd be some guy like, I'm going to cut your fucking head off. And I'd be like, yep. Promises, oh, promises. Yeah. Yep. Come on, John. Yeah. <laughs> They're the biggest, one of the biggest serial killers uh, in North America was um, in Vancouver, and his name was Robert Picton. Big ups. Yeah. And he lived outside. White male? White male. Right. Come on, duh. Changing uh, it up. Changing it up. They, they love it. White men love cutting women up and putting them in suitcases. Killing is really just That's beloved their, by them. It's their like It's main, their favorite. It's their right. main thing. When they crack, they just go, serial killing? Uh, I guess I'll I turn a well. woman's insides out. I yeah. don't know. Uh, that sounds interesting. I have a feeling. Biology? Chemistry? Yeah. I'm what are the consequences? Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> oh, I can get away with it. Huh? Um, they get a Netflix special. I was going to yeah. say, you. Oh. And they get, they get called handsome for no reason. I know. Yeah. A unibrow, whatever. Fuck okay, Ted Bundy. Okay. okay, so so Robert Picton lived in um, the outside of Vancouver in um, an area called uh, Port Coquitlam, I believe. Oh, and wait, say that again? Port Coquitlam. Port Coquitlam. What? Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. Okay, nope. go ahead. You have to be Canadian to say it. Yeah. I would sooner ask you to say Chemda. Chemda, Port <laughs> Coquitlam. Okay. Um, and he was a pig farmer. And <laughs> I thought you were going to say he was a pig fucker. Uh, he, I, wow. He prob- it kind of goes hand Probably. In hand. <laughs> if I was going to bet, he okay. definitely fucked a few pigs. And he would go into East Vancouver, Hastings, that area that you were in, and he would pick up prostitutes and he would, or sex workers, excuse me, and bring them back to the pig farm and murder them mm. and feed them to his uh, pigs. Okay. Yeah. Obviously. What else? Yes. That Duh. is a thing. And he killed. I want to say upwards of like 70. They don't even know. By the time some women got away. like That's got, the best when, way to dispose of a body, well, by the yes, way. Yes, right. he saw it in a movie. There's yeah. like a movie about it. Uh, and, and now you're hearing In it case you need spot. to know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's where he saw it from. But he, some women, some sex workers were there. They got away. They would tell the cops. The cops would be like, no, you're fucking. You're really confused in your lady brain. Yeah. Right. Did Are you sure just, you You're just dreaming. a whore. Yeah. You, can't. you don't oh, know what right. it's like to be hung off of meat hooks in this guy's fucking farm. Is that how that started? That, um, you know, like how women, you ever see like in this alternative world, mm-hmm. how people hang themselves from the meat hooks? Yes. Oh, yeah. Do you think that's from that the pig farmer? Maybe, maybe. You're talking about like BDSM. Yeah. 
yes. stuff. Suspension, yeah, um, for I sure. would like to say that the BDSM world would not like anything to do with this thing. <laughs> yeah. Mur- That's how it started. Murder and kink, although they have similar <laughs> things in common. Mm, one has consent. Yes. <laughs> but he... Is that how sex started with rape? Well, yeah. actually, well, probably. Yes. A hundred percent. One hundred percent, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but Sorry, he, Hamza. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and that was bad. We're learning lessons today. <laughs> You're going to get canceled first. I hope so. What? Um, yeah. You know what's so yeah. funny? Hemda looks at me. I think that you both look at me all the time when we do this podcast. Like, oh, okay. So she just said that with her mouth. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You're both going to get canceled me? before me. All right. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. I got nothing to live for. I stand behind what I just said. I don't even know how bad it was. Andrea walked into Michael Blackson's dressing room. <laughs> and lapped water from the sink like a weird little cat and then left. But he he killed like eighty women. Before Just an anyone. observation: the girl from the Bronx is being the most respectful. Yeah, so I know you <laughs> are really. She's putting on a very very on her best behavior because yeah. yeah. she knows that she's representing mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Well, did you did you used to she take the train the into me. Manhattan at like because Queens did Jersey did did you I were drove. you bridge and tunneling? All right. Well, did did you partake <laughs> in any of the old school New York Manhattan shit? Did you used besides, to go into the city at besides all? Besides the clubs. I was a club rat. Mm. Yeah. I was a New York City club rat from early on, like 15 at the Palladium. Yes. My mother thought I was sleeping at somebody's house. Yes. Yeah. I did yes. that too. But I didn't take the train. Like we all chipped in into cabs. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I so remember I calling would, like a yeah. car service. That's how long ago it was. Yeah. And we'd Me be too. like, how much, to. how much to exit tonight? 777. Seven, seven. Can, can I tell you what the fucking, and you guys are going to remember this, the cabs used to be, you used to call, and no joke, you would panic right before, because the guy, would, mean. Just, the guy would just yell at you as soon yes. as you, where are you going? And we're like, uh, so we call me yes. back when you know where you're going, click. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you don't start fucking talking yep. right away, then they would put you on hold right away, tell you to go fuck yourself because they have a million people yep. coming. Then they would pray. You would have to ask ahead of time what price. Then you'd have to get the driver and argue with the driver because the driver would give you a different price. The dispatcher price. told yes. me it was going to be $44. Yeah. And, and he's know. like, I don't give a shit what the dispatcher yeah. said. The, the, and they know that you're a kid and the they know dispatcher. that you're already in their cab. Yeah. So you're now negotiating. Yep. And what you have to do is get your fucking balls up and go like, Fuck you! I'm giving you thirty five dollars, and I'm leaving this cab right now. And you better pull away when I when I get out of this thing. You Ooh. have to like get your nerve yeah. up, and then yeah, they could just price you at anything because you had to call them up and fucking be ready. I forgot how scary they right? were. Right? Fr- when you yeah. said that, I actually felt like the the yeah. angst of like them being like, yeah, yeah. Where are you going? If, if you're the one on the phone, you're like, guys, shut the fuck up. No fucking joke. I got to call the cab now. Yeah. yeah. Where right. are we going? Give me the exact right. address. And they're like, all right, 45 minutes. Yeah. Click. Yeah. 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 And you're like, yeah. oh, I, I kind of needed to go. I came yeah. with yeah. The, at the okay. tail end of this. And a cab driver once tried to lock me in his car. because I Me too. And yeah. I was like, let me out of this car. I'm calling the fucking cops. So now before there was an Uber, there was just yellow cabs and car services in the outer boroughs. And I remember coming home from work. So obviously, come on, there were no yellow cabs in the outer boroughs. No, no, no. I'm no, saying no, like that was the, it. That was it in the city. Yeah. There in the city, the there yellow were the yellow cab. cabs. And then yeah. in the yeah, outer the boroughs, there were car yeah, services. Yellow cab would never take you to Brooklyn. They'd be like, fuck you. Yeah. So yeah. this is what That's I was exactly going to get there. into. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but I did used to take the train to work every single day when no. I worked in the city. Who's a big girl? Yeah. Who's so big? I know you don't do that it shit now. It's not okay. Uh-huh. 2012, I've been clean and sober from uh, <laughs> the subway. I mean, I fell down the subway tra- yeah. steps last week See? and I was like, fucking Tracy's yeah. right. I yeah. shouldn't be on the subway. Don't do subway. that. Yeah. Bad girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very bad girl. So I, I used Wait, to- well, We are going to be the only ones with coronavirus. Tracy's going to be like, I'm in my I'm car. I'm fine. Yeah. I don't know where you got it from, but I'm fine. I know you were licking a subway pole last night, but- <laughs> They're cleaning those subways, by the way, every 72 hours. They're and disinfecting. And disinfecting them. That's why we can lick the poles. Yeah. Okay, but you know what, though? Finally, they're cleaning the subway. Yeah. This is so the way that people are acting about the coronavirus is the way I act about everything and how I've been acting for years. Yeah. And I feel like finally, I'm not scared of it because finally people are doing what they were supposed to do years Washing people, your hands. Yeah. People are like, wash your hands. And I'm like, is that a novel idea? <laughs> people, they're selling out of soap. Yeah. Because people are like, we should get soap in the house <laughs> to wash our hands, apparently. There's a virus. They're actually teaching people how to wash their hands yes. now. Like, you have to do it 30 for at least seconds, 20 seconds with soap. Yeah. <laughs> I have, like, no more skin on my Fucking hands. Fucking animals. From hell. Oh, Why God. weren't you washing them. your hands before? It is still flu season. Yeah. In New York City, you're do you all. Do you get the flu shot? 
Of course I get the flu okay, shot. Good. I get it I in the them. summer. She probably has it. Like, it. she has, like, backup flu shots yeah. in her house. I get she it in August. She shoves Me it too. in her I like first week in September. Oh I do. God. I go right away because here's the thing. This is what you're supposed to do. This is how you're supposed to behave. Now, I saw in the news last night, they were like, we're going to start disinfecting the subways. Oh, cleaning the subways? <laughs> What a novel idea. Oh, that is sad that they haven't been doing it. Yeah. They're yeah. always like spraying it down with a hose. And right? I'm like, I feel like Ooh. you're just spreading yeah. the with urine feces. Yeah. They're like, now we're going to use soap. <laughs> what? New York City's big move. Yeah. They're like, you should wash your hands. If you're sick, cover your mouth when you cough. Yeah, but not with your hands. But not with your hands. Cough into your elbow. Mm-hmm. Cool. Do you know, I bet now, because the train is clean, I'm going to get train sick. train is not clean. Because I'm not No, to it's be never going to be clean. So uh, I used to take the subway to work. Gross. Uh-huh. But I would treat myself to a cab home mm-hmm. on St. Patrick's Day. Mm, yeah. Fair. Okay. Halloween. Yes. And any other activity that was happening in the city like that. Santa Con. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's on a Saturday, thank God. Sure, But yeah. when I was working like a regular nine to five, I would get in a cab for that's these things. Fair. Because no shot was I riding the train home with the drunken people from the St. Patrick's Day Parade. New Year's Eve. You think that I was in the city on New Year's no. Eve? No. I feel like you re- launched yourself into space. I don't even go outside my house in Queens in my car on New Year's Eve. Me too. I'm, New Year's Eve, I feel like, is amateur night. Mm, or I'll, like for the outsiders. Just right? stay home. Just stay yeah. home. So I used to get you, into a cab. You guys paying $50 to get into my local bar right that has now, like nothing crazy. to offer But you? it's a prefix menu and you get a champagne toast. Yeah. The prefix is like two wings. Fuck off. <laughs> Ooh, tell us how you really feel about, yeah. <laughs> about your bar's New I Year's Eve party. I around the corner from my house on New Year's Eve. Could, yeah, because you can't drive. The world. Yeah. I was like, now I got to go home. Yeah. What time did you go home on New Year's Eve? They ended it by 11. That is <laughs> yeah. true New York yeah. City. They were like, yeah. no, they were like, You're no, we don't want to stay. The people didn't want to stay. Wow. Yeah. Some Everyone's of the like, audience members, they felt bad. Really, they, we don't get to ring in the New Year with you. I'm like, no. This is so I used to take a cab, uh, and it was very hard to get a cab because yeah. again, this is pre Uber. Uh, so you you're, have to be good at hailing. You like run into the yeah. street and be like, "Fucking take so me!" So you're trying to hail a yellow cab. Yeah, I know, but what you're really doing is there's going to be a million private gypsy cabs, as we call them in New yes. York City, and they pull over and they are the creepiest yeah, men in the world. Yeah, and they'll be like, "Get in," and that's before the rape. Right, because yes. right. they, they basically take all of your money. Yes, yeah. and then or they're like, to. I'll say like, oh, I'm going to Queens, and they'll be like, $400. <laughs> and you're like, no, thank you. And you just have to keep, so what happens is you're hailing the cab on the side of the road, and you just tell them, you're, you're waving them away yeah. because you're waiting for a yellow cab. Yeah. And then the yellow cab is not going to take you back to Queens. So what you have to do is say, mm-hmm. I'm going downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then when you get downtown, you go, just keep going. And then they go, okay, where do you want? And I'll go, just keep going straight. Yeah. And then you're on Delancey Street, which turns into the Williamsburg Bridge, which uh-huh. brings you to Brooklyn, which eventually brings you to Queens. And you go, yeah, yeah, just keep going straight. Because at this point, they you're on the BQE. They're not going to kick you out of the cab yeah. because they you don't have money. And you just keep going. I totally forgot about the line that you're going to another borough. You're just vague. Yeah. yeah. I, would, I would get into a yellow cab. Close the door. Wait until they pull away because sometimes they don't ask you sure. right away. Wait until they pull away and then go, we're going to Queens. Because he already started the meter. Yep. And yeah. now he's like, fuck. All right, fine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I drunk. I was blackout drunk at the Bowery Electric uh, a long time ago. <laughs> and I tried to get into a car and I was living in Crown Heights then. This was about 10 years ago. That's Brooklyn. Yes. And, <laughs> um, uh, and there was a guy that I met at the bar that night who was babysitting me slash hoping that I was gonna fuck him and <laughs> yeah. tried to get me so much insane. rape on this yeah podcast. yeah and he he, tra- he got me into a cab and the cab driver was like where are you going and I was like and the guy was like no I right no 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 I would kick you out too yeah 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 there, no cab driver would take you like yeah because you're gonna throw up in their car yeah, yeah. and I did so many times yeah that's why you would never get in my car yeah but that's the thing like Uber if you throw up in their car they just add a tax on you yeah. like they add the it's not worth the tax for me car wash yeah no understandably yeah, yeah. it's a cleaning fee so what was your worst New York City moment? Like, what were you like? Oh, my God. This Yonkers is the- can't count? No, because it's not New York City. No, you yeah. didn't even get out of the car. You yeah. I did get out of the car. <laughs> and then I got back in it to go back to the Bronx okay. where it was safe. All right. <laughs> Unless you fought a rat. What yeah. was, like, the worst place you I- ever lived? 
I swear to God, get out right now. <laughs> Is there anything wrong with you, Tara? I don't. I, Did anything bad ever happen to you ever, ever, ever? Yeah, what New York City is this? Is this? Yeah. I mean, I never hated where I lived. I mean, yeah. I didn't love it. I love the people I had to live with. Who, what, who were you living with? At one point, I had to live with like in the same building as like my grandparents, my mother, my aunt, my uncle. Like it was like. And the worst. How do you, t- yeah. That's you don't, like you can't get laid. Yeah. <laughs> my grandmother had a very interesting way of like commenting about my life. She wasn't like one that like knit and bake, like she was like me. Uh-huh. But probably just, you know, and, and, and that day, every, it seemed outrageous everything she said. Like I remember one time I was dating a guy and um, he got on the elevator to leave my apartment and then she came and knocked on my door. And she's like, Ew. she's like, she's like, oh, are you, uh, I was like ready to go to bed. I was like sleeping and she's like, um. Oh, I have to just tell you a story. No. And I was like, oh, God. She's, and she's yeah. like, oh, you know. Like, she had to, like, really insult him. And she's like, no, I saw this guy on the elevator, and I thought he got off on the wrong floor. I thought he was looking uh. for the special needs kid on the fifth floor. Like, he must have been one of his friends. And, like, she's looking at me, and I'm like, I know that she knows that this guy just left my apartment. You know, it was just, like, the ugliest guy I've ever seen in my right. whole life, and I, I just like, got scared, right. so I just She's wanted to like, make sure so you I were okay. She's like, I felt bad. I said, should I say something to him? She goes, and then I said, no, let me just stay quiet. And then I said, <laughs> oh, my God, could that be my, my granddaughter's new boyfriend? <laughs> so I'm like... What a thought process. Right, Thank and I was like, sharing. uh-huh. I was like, it was. And she goes... Oh my god! She's like, I'm just gonna go inside and, and try not to kill myself. Like she had that like real. Wow. And I was just like, this is. I have to get out of here. But at the time, my grandfather was sick, and I was like going to school, and I was like, I can't. I'm gonna stay in this building. Is it that they want you like they they want you to be proper and not? I have, know. Like, I mean, men we weren't over. proper. It's, yeah. It was that she. No, just, our parents she, are always just nagging. They're us. so yeah. negative. Like she just was anything I do. Like I would be all dressed up, and she would look at me and be like, I don't get what guys see, and I'd be like, All right, well, I'm gonna go now. Like that's. That's a good um, Italian grandmother. There's yeah. there's two different kinds of Italian yeah. grandmothers. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe even just they treat men differently, mm. okay. right? What? Yeah. Oh, in, no. Okay, sorry, guys. In this world, uh-huh. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> men are not respectful of women. No. And sometimes older generations of women are also misogynist. Eh, isn't that fun? Sorry about that. Yeah. Whew, <laughs> truth hurts. Yes. Uh, yeah, my yeah. mother would co-sign all that shit, mm-hmm. all of it. Yeah. It's all yeah. it's the the backhanded compliments. Yes, and yeah. that goes with I, I want to say Italian culture, but it's not. It's any kind of yeah. European culture Middle or Eastern. even yeah, yeah Middle Eastern culture. It's my like, mom would be like, "You go out like that, and your boyfriend is like respecting you. Like you mm-hmm. you think you're gonna be looked at like a good person if you go out like that. I would come in with frayed bottom of the jeans, you know, just frays and I'm like, this is cool. It's right. praying. Like I wore it in. She would say, take off those she would never curse. Take off those pants right now and I would stand there in my underwear while she fucking sewed it. And I'm like, you're ruining my everything. This is my image, mom. Yeah. I'm a skater now. <laughs> I'm edgy. Stop patching it up. <laughs> So crazy. I'd just be like, I'm doing this. I'm an adult in my underwear. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you have any moments? Uh, so you grew up, when you were, were growing up in the Bronx, what was uh, kind of like the culture like? Where, was it, you know, the the 90s kind of like, you know, hip hop thing? Like what I was, was going on? I was an 80s on? baby. Right. Mm. Um, so... Yeah, they had the, you know, you have the like, freestyle. Right. Yeah. Oh, big into freestyle. Maria, yeah. the most beautiful girl I and ever And she was knew. from the projects, Maria. too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was. She was they so, literally say it in I the know. song. Yeah, they say it in the song. So. Hamda, little known fact, Hamda was a freestyle singer. She Tell, tell us about your career. People yes. don't know these things about yeah. you. You were a freestyle singer? Yes. Yes. Yes, she was. Yeah. In the smallest sense of the George world. Lamont. I'm on a show with George Lamont in May. Oh, Do you wow. Know him? I, well, I know. <laughs> okay. Didn't all, no. <laughs> no, but I opened up for like Crystal Waters one time. Okay. And um, I was on KTU for a little bit. Okay. How did it start? Because Hamda's um, a beautiful singer, by the way. Yeah. yeah. People don't know people this. People don't know this. Like, yeah. when, when people are like, oh, Hamza, she's a comic. And I'm like, well, she's a comic because she's a podcaster. But also, let me tell you more. And mind blown. Yeah. Gorgeous fucking voice. You don't you don't put yourself out there like yeah, that. Yeah, I feel very awkward always talking about. Let's this. talk about yeah, it. <laughs> let's talk about it. Hamda. More of a reason. If I could sing, do you have any idea how much I would be trying to find ways to sing to mm-hmm. impress people? It is such a fucking talent that you just got given. I feel like, like no one people wants to can hear sing. It. And what are you? 
I want to hear you three do people. Your mother, hear your mother did a number on you <laughs> because <laughs> it's like I wish I could sing. I can't sing, and I like half think I can, and I'm doing it all the time. So, how did it start? I know you went to a performing art, a performing arts school. No, or, or, well, I went to Cardozo, which has a dance program, yeah. and so I. It wasn't my zone school. That's how I got in there. But I don't, I, I can dance, yeah. but I'm not a dancer. Mm -hmm. I also applied to Cardoza uh, mm -hmm. on a dance. Shut the <laughs> I fuck up. I because I was like, I'll probably Please. get in. It's yeah. a good school. Yeah, I did yeah. not. Yeah. Kind of like, it's super easy. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. Like, Tracy's like, I tried and they said no. Okay. Like, also, I never was a dancer, yeah. but here we are. I tried. I was like, uh, dance. They were yeah. like, what's your talent? I'm like, I dance <laughs> i can twerk <laughs> so um when i okay so i started pursuing singing and back then you had the village voice there was no internet so i would look at the back of the village voice and backstage in new york was as a was another big one that mm -hmm. you can find auditions okay and i auditioned for something that said hey do you want to go on the road or whatever and i was like i don't know if i want to go on the road but i was just auditioning for anything that had my age bracket that had like my ethnicity they would say like white or like you know, ethnic or Sand. whatever. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God, Andrea, don't say the rest of that. I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay. Sure, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I answered this. This guy was in Jersey City, and um, I think I was like 19 years old, and uh, they already had booked the tour uh, for the Mighty Dubcats. Uh, real, like, freestyle people would know who that is. Mm -hmm. And so that tour was already taken. Yeah. But <laughs> we're all like, Okay. No, I'm I'm burning me. Like <laughs> yeah. you wouldn't know unless like you're really, really into this sure. thing. And so instead he started using me for stuff that he was writing, uh to just dance music. So yeah. I did uh something called There Goes Your Heart. Um and the the one that was on KTU, I can't remember right now, but I I he would pay me to record. So it was my first recording wow. ever. And um and then eventually the the tour was going out again, and instead of the other girl that went out, now I went out. So we would go out for the weekend for LA. We would pay, get paid like a few hundred dollars a show, Sick. and then just like so, I would work on the weekends on a tour, and then come back. We went to like LA a lot. You sent me once a music video. Uh, it's like, was this Doctor Israel? Was that when you were working with Doctor Israel? There was, yeah, that was later. It was the worst video ever. Okay. Uh, it's so, I'm so amazing. embarrassed. I love it. I'm so going to find a way to put it up on I will Instagram. Kill you. Yes. I'm going to find a way. I'm going to find you. a way. We can post it in our Only in New York group on yes. Facebook. Okay. I will murder you. So, no, you look, it's fucking cool. It's horrible. It, it's horrible, but it's it great. Is horrible. There's a guy named it. Dr. Israel. He's got dreads. Is he rapping in the music video um, or just being like, free love? I'm a fucking <laughs> vegan, cheating on women, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I think uh, I know him. Yeah, yeah. You can find that guy? a version of this man in Brooklyn for yeah. Evergreen. They exist in every generation. They just switch, like, you know, outfits. Kind of. Not really. They're everywhere. Um, but he was he was doing jungle music. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Okay, and what is jungle music? Um, it's like, uh, imagine, like, the stuff that you think is in clubs. I respect like you. No, I don't. Okay, continue. Sorry. It's like techno, but like with a more like like trappish kind like, of beats. I don't fully know what yeah. trap is, okay. but it's like a, a even so the raves would have them, yeah, okay. and like people who are tweaked out would like it. White guys with dreads really like it. Oh, yeah, so many. We've all we've all made mistakes. Uh, <laughs> let's not talk about my past. Yeah. <laughs> so there's there's this guy. He's sing rapping whatever. And then it, it sounds like reggae with yeah. like a fast beat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then Hemda it like comes into the video. It's like it's in like an abandoned lot it's or something. Yeah, it was Old in Williamsburg. Williamsburg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Brooklyn. you're wearing like a crop top of some sort. Yeah, and some this was by Planet High. Yes. 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 Planet High. Yep. Um, right by the water. Yeah. You're clearly the Keith best part of it. No, I don't really? think I was so Wait, not Keith cool. is in the video? <laughs> Well, we wanted. We, what do you mean, Keith, Keith is in the video? Keith, Keith is now a jungle music man. <laughs> Keith Malley of Keith and the Girl, the whitest person alive from Pennsylvania. <laughs> Keith was like, "Hey guys, I live in a hostel. I just needed the extra cash. They're paying twenty five dollars plus a sandwich." <laughs> 
I don't remember Keith, but I remember no, you. No, he was in for like, they were flashing at people singing the song. <laughs> him what do you mean? <laughs> I have to find this. But it's it's Hemda singing, and she's the best part of the whole thing. There's this ju- fucking idiot, mm. uh, world peace. Oh, what a fucking world peace? No. I do like his music, though. Yeah, but like you it. do. Is he still a musician? Is yes. He still, he's still producing? He is very impressive as a musician. Tara, did that get to the Bronx? No, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, and we were freestyle no. heads. But no, this would. This was jungle music. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> sorry, I thought it was freestyle. Where was no. your so favorite behind. place that you performed, Hamda, when you were like pursuing singing very uh, seriously? When I was on tour with Conjure One, Montreal was Ooh. fucking amazing. Yeah, amazing. And our last show was in Atlanta, and that just was fantastic. Seeing Vancouver was great. Yeah, I went to France for like a month touring with Doctor Israel. Yeah, that was a nightmare. We called him Doctor yeah. Paris when he got there. Yeah. <laughs> and what, like, where would you sing in New York? Were you singing in little venues? Were I you sang at Irving Plaza? Like, oh, cool. on the Conjure One. Oh, no tour big deal. Yeah, like, it's casual. Like the I sing at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. And your mother supported this endeavor? No, she okay. hated it. Right. I was on the tour bus and she called me up and this is when minutes counted on a cell phone. Mm-hmm. So I was like, talk fast, bitch. Mm-hmm. And she's just, like, you're fat. Disrespect. <laughs> yes. You're never going to get a husband. Right. And you're like, I'm literally Basically. doing... I'm, you're like, that's on, the point. Yeah. I'm on a tour bus. Like, no one goes on a tour bus. I don't know how to explain this. Like, my head's exploding. Like, yeah. you know, it's a sleeper bus. Like, Oh, dry. I used to go on tour yeah. buses a lot. No, like real as oh, a yeah. groupie. Mm-hmm. It was so cool. I worked on some. They're paying me. This is a big deal. I'm like 23 or 27. I yeah. don't remember. I'm in my 20s. And my mother goes, when are you going to stop this and get married and have babies? And I was like, am I still on the fucking phone? Yeah. You're like, I only have 15 minutes for you. You were born and raised in Queens? I was born in Israel, raised okay. in Queens. When and when did you come here? When I was four. All right, so pretty much raised yeah. in Queens. Yeah, Because I know you guys highlight, like, the worst New York. I feel like when you're from here, I don't know, you become almost, like, immune. Of course. To, like, what yes. this city is. Like, and I'm like, I probably have stories that would be, hor- like, horrifying yeah, don't to any blank. of these listeners, but I'm like, it's New York. Like, People are listening right now to this podcast, and they're telling us, like, you know, we wanted to come visit. We don't know if we can now, or <laughs> we wanted to live there, or well, someone wrote in the group, uh, yeah. my kid was going to come there for college. And now, you know, I want her to listen to this so she doesn't. And it sounds like we're just literally like laying in slop (laughs) and just being spit on. But it's just, you get, you do, you get used to certain things. Yeah. It sounds cliche, but it's like, if you can make it here, you can make whatever they say. Yeah. Sinatra. There is something about this city that if you survive it and you like continue to pursue it, it makes you a I don't know. I love you, it. I'm still in love with this city. I'm, and I, I grew up I, here. And I, I have no desire to leave. Yeah. You know, at one point I was like, I need to go to LA because I'm different in LA, right? Like Ugh. I'm not different here. LA. And then I got to LA and I was like, get me. Yeah, this but is the Somebody worst. find me a New Yorker. Yeah, yeah. I was there for like a couple weeks and I was like, this is the worst. I found a New York cab driver in LA. <laughs> <laughs> he became your best friend. Honestly, yeah, it was a woman. It was an older woman. And I was staying with this guy who I had a long distance relationship with. And he turned out to be a cokehead. LOL. What do you mean? Found out in real time. What? <laughs> oh my God. You're Andrea, doing- I don't think you would ever be attracted to someone like that. Yeah. <laughs> a bad That's man. The funniest thing you've ever a said. A bad man. <laughs> my pussy gets wet for a bad man. For I get Nas. there. Yeah. Right. For Nas. Uh, hello. Um, and he did. Three bags of Coke in one night. And I was like, wow. mm, I don't like was this. Was he thin? Uh, yeah. Uh, Whatever size bag that is, that's a I lot. I don't like yeah. thin guys. Right. Oh, I love it. But, you know. Andrea all. and I will never fight over a man ever, ever, ever yes. as long as I will live. Yeah. Every man that I'm in love with, people are like, is he gay? And I'm like, probably. And I, I would sooner fight it. Tracy. We, yeah, for we sure. We have yeah. more of the mm-hmm. same taste. I think this is New York, though. You guys all love this, like, machismo, fucking corny, masculine asshole. Mm-mm. No. Um, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't like that. Like, I would never date. Like, and it's, I talk about it in my comic. I'm an Italian from the Bronx. I would never date, although I'm marrying one. Ah, <laughs> see, what an the Italian from the Bronx. I would never date. Complete opposite, and she's mad. I'm like, not yeah. that, like, Guido, like, hey, you know. Well, my boyfriend's not like that. He's mm-hmm. not like No, but it's oh, just, it's, hey. it's, it's, there has to be, like, a, a masculine undertone to someone that yes. I date, and that is the bottom Absolutely. line. Absolutely. Uh, and Andrea has to have a feminine, a feminine undertone. undertone. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that turns me off so much. Yes. That I'm like, no. I'm bringing the I'm bringing the masculine undertone into my relationships. <laughs> yes. There can't be. Andrea's like, I literally have a strap on right now. We have. I, I'm just wearing it under my pants. Yeah. <laughs> Feel it. 
I dare you. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Um, grab it. We're in a bar. Grab it. <laughs> yeah. But I, so I was like, all right, I, I got to go take a cab, meet a friend. And it was like an older New York city and she was from New York. And I was like, Hey, I came here to LA and I'm with this guy and he's a cokehead. And she's like, listen, <laughs> let him fuck you all week. Get that nut. And leave. And I was like, that is. And that's a word from our sponsor. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Truly. And I was like, that's the New York state of mind. Get that nut and leave. You know? Get yours. Is that the title of this episode? Yeah. Get your nut and leave. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with being direct about what you want. I like it very much. (laughs) You you know what? I got for Canadian. You sound in very New York right now. Oh, I know. They won't let me back into Canada. How many years are you here? Uh, 11 years. So the funny part about Andrea and Tara is that Andrea is from Canada and she came here to New York to do comedy and pursue her dream. Mm -hmm. Tara is from the Bronx, New York, and Tara is doing comedy every weekend in Canada. (laughs) Yeah, about every other. How did, where, where in Canada do you do comedy? Um, this. Next month, I'm in Niagara Falls in Toronto. Oh, oh nice. Uh, May, I'm in Vancouver. Hell yeah. And Montreal. How did you start going to Canada? Like, what started that journey? Of you I doing got comedy? asked to do Vancouver. Okay, nice. Did you do uh, By another comic. Um, I will be in yeah. uh, May. And Fun then, club. Yeah. I'm, I'm there in Niagara Falls, like, every two to three months. Nice. I go to the one in Niagara Falls. I'll be at the one in Toronto. Oh, cool. Where can on the 26th. Find your schedule and your Tara Jokes. Tara jokes. Oh, you didn't ask anyone to spell that last no name. Way, <laughs> right? Spell Canastrace. Yeah. They're like, can you scratch my chachi? <laughs> Canadian audiences are, I've only performed stand up in Canada a little bit, but they are fucking wonderful and fun. And they are. Shout out to my Vancouver yeah. was probably um, my favorite. Yeah. It's a wonderful And I was place. only there for like 36 hours. So I'm going back May and June and I'm, I'm going to extend my stay. Nice. I well, wanna... Canadians out there, fucking yeah. show your love. For our New York yeah. girl in Canada, um, where can people find Ta- you? And Tara jokes. Tara jokes. And that is on j- Instagram, on my website, tarajokes.com. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, and guys, Tracy, make sure you're following you Tara. Tracy, where can they find you? They can it? find me in my house. Come on over. <laughs> in a fucking has. I'll make suit. you some lasagna. No, don't come over. She'll I don't need. Yeah, yeah, I don't need outside germs in my house. <laughs> yeah. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Trixie Tuzini. T R I X I E T U Z Z I N I. You can find my upcoming tour dates at tracycarnazzo.com. Make sure you're listening to my other podcasts: Ninety Day Fiance Trash Talk and Teen Mom Trash Talk. Nice. What about you, Hamda? Uh, listen to my other podcast, Keith and the Girl. We put out five episodes a week. Tara just realized where she knows me from. <laughs> I'm like, I've spoken to her about a podcast. <laughs> uh, so Keith and the Girl is everywhere podcasts are. And you can find me at Andrea Comedy 69 on Instagram. Venmo me five dollars. People yeah, have sure. been doing that. She's a pay pig. I'm a pay pig now. Um and uh you can check out my other podcast, the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. Uh it's a fucking blast. And uh all the ladies have been on it here. And um yeah, I think that's it. Ball sauce. It's gravy. <laughs> <laughs>